The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to The How of Business with David Begin and Henry Lopez, the podcast that offers practical advice and tips on how to run and grow your small business. The How of Business helps aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners achieve their definition of success and overcome challenges that get in their way. This podcast series focuses on the everyday common business issues, challenges, and opportunities that face the small business owner. So here now are your hosts of The How of Business, David and Henry. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. Today, it's just myself, Henry Lopez, by the way, and joined today by a guest, Toby Beck. Hello, Toby. How are you? Hi, Henry. I'm great. Thanks for having me today. Oh, my pleasure. So uh, let me give you a little bit about Toby and uh, some of the highlights of what we're going to be chatting about today on this episode. Uh, Toby has uh, extensive experience supporting entrepreneurs, mid-level managers, and C-suite executives. Her experience covers a broad range of industries from insurance to nonprofits to service organizations. Uh, She supports Pride Group Co., and we'll get into the Pride Group Co. and what they do and what they offer their clients. But she's responsible for supporting their their clients' needs for project management, for marketing, for social media, and administrative needs. She loves what she does. She likes the variety of it uh, every time I've chatted with her. And as she puts it, her official title is Executive Director at Pride Group Co., but she has a great title for it, which is Chaos Management Expert, and I love that. I'm going to have her go into what she means by that. Uh, Pride Group Co., uh, they specialize in helping small businesses across DFW here in the Dallas area, helping their clients meet their goals through virtual assistant programs, virtual office services, and physical office spaces. And we'll get into everything they offer. But welcome, Toby, and please fill in what I've missed there and a bit more about your background and about Pride Group. Thanks, Henry. You're right. I do have an extensive background as an administrative assistant. That's um, what I've been uh, since I was in high school. And it's ranged from attorneys and insurance agents, like you said, to nonprofits, to Fortune 500 company, and most recently, a large national service company with about 250 employees across the US. About three years ago, that business was sold to a competitor and they relocated their corporate office to another state, which left us with a beautiful building in Capel and some employees who were about to be downsized because we had redundant positions. So the CEO of that company came to me and said, why don't you come work for me? We're gonna start a new company. And I said, well, that's exciting. I said, what are we going to do? And he said, I don't know. And I said, okay, well, sure. Why not? Let's, let's try it and see what happens. So like I said, we had this beautiful building here in Capel that was not being sold with the, with the business. And so we turned it into an executive office space. Our CEO and our controller who are husband and wife, they really had a passion for wanting to help other small businesses. And we felt like we could do that starting with the office space providing small businesses with a fantastic, prestigious location here in Capel as their corporate office. 
And then we expanded that into the virtual services where we could help them build their business, especially those who are struggling to do everything or looking to grow but aren't really ready to bring on a full-time employee. And so that's how Pride Group Co. started. And we've kind of evolved our services based on what our clients need. Our team has been together for five years. So we've got a really cohesive team working together to provide those services and support our clients. And it is something different every day. And it's it's great. We love what we do. And we get to work with so many different businesses. I've learned everything from construction to leadership development to personal training. So it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for that uh, additional background. And we're going to dive into some specifics in that area around where you all provide services. Toby and I know each other now for a bit of time. We we came together to know each other through the Chamber of Commerce here in Coppell. And I've been to the facilities that she's referring to, tremendous facilities, lots of resources there, been there for different meetings and different functions. And we've worked together on a couple different projects at the Chamber, most recently conducting a workshop on doing your elevator pitch. Toby is fantastic at that. So we go back a little bit and it's fantastic to be having you here on our show. Where I want to start is at a at a higher level. I know that for myself, I just more recently started to understand how a business like mine, in my case, I home office, so I'm a perfect candidate for a lot of the services that you offer, but that's not exclusively the case. But for small business owners who we are talking to in this podcast, what are at the high level, the general types of virtual services that are available in there in the out in the market today? So it's interesting how virtual services have evolved, especially over the last few years. Virtual assistants have been around for a long time, and they were typically a secretary or an administrative professional who had left the workplace and wanted to have their own small business, and so they would provide those traditional secretarial services to companies. And it might be on an ad hoc project basis, or it might be just an ongoing relationship. But today, almost any service is available virtually. You mentioned the virtual offices. That's a very popular option for small businesses, especially home-based businesses, because you don't want to have your business address listed as your home address. And so working with a, a company that provides virtual office services can give you a formal business address Um, which gives you a larger presence, a larger image, and also takes into account the security of having your home address published on all of your information and on Google and things like that. And then it also goes on to administrative and project management, social media management, accounting, payroll. Really, the virtual services line has expanded to a lot of different specialties. You could have a single VA, You could have a large organization that's a team of assistants, and there's a wide range of contract and billing options. So there's a lot of information out there on virtual services these days. So you touched on home-based businesses. That's obviously a type of business where this makes a lot of sense for. What other types of businesses in your experience can leverage these types of virtual services? You're right. For the virtual offices, it is typically a home-based business because they're looking for an address or a phone number. For a virtual assistant, it's really any small business. Typically, our clients are solopreneurs. They're the people out there who've started a business on their own and they're trying to do everything. And the industry really doesn't matter because the basics of running a business transfer across industries. So whether you're doing lawn care or you're doing personal training or you're doing business consulting like you do, the back end 
the back office side is really similar across the board. And so that's where working with a virtual assistant can transcend all of those industries. I don't really need to know how to run a lawn care business from the beginning. I'm going to learn that as we work together. What I know is how to run a business on the back side. And so it allows the business owner to focus on the reasons they started their business, which in this case would be a love of lawn care. And it allows us to help them by focusing on what we know and what we do best, which is running the back office side. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And before I move off the, the physical benefit aspects of it, it could also be that I have a brick and mortar location, but simply don't have the space for a meeting. I may not have any office space if it's a tight footprint. So those might be other reasons why I might need physical space elsewhere to meet professionally in a professional controlled environment. I'm sure you have that type of situation as well. Absolutely, we do. We have several clients who just want to use our conference rooms. We've got two fantastic conference rooms, and that's typical for an executive office suite. So if you're meeting with a client at Starbucks, you're losing privacy. You're letting them know that you don't have a physical office to take them to. Impacts the image of your business. So we have a lot of clients who will just use our conference room or one of our offices to meet with a client. And when that person comes, we're going to welcome them, greet them, and let them know, absolutely have a seat. We'll give you some water, some coffee, be comfortable. And then they assume that this is your office, and it just gives you a great presence and a, a very professional image. And so it's a lot better than going to a coffee shop or a restaurant if you're trying to conduct business. Absolutely. Yeah. It's an extension, like you said, an extension of your brand, of your business. It continues to be professional. It's a controlled environment. All of those are, are tremendous pluses. And it's priced such that it's very accessible. So this is not something I'm making a long-term commitment to. And it's something that is affordable to small business owners. That's correct. And along with the services, billing and pricing varies across providers. What we try to do at Pride Group Co., because it is our passion to support small business owners, is we have set our pricing very reasonably and we're very flexible. So if you come in and you're going to have recurring meetings or you need several hours a month, then we have discounted rates and we have special packages that we can put together customized to whatever your needs are. So we don't sell a package, we sell whatever it is that you're looking for. We'll make our box fit your needs instead of trying to put your needs into a box that's too big or too small. Perfect. All right. I want to dive into the whole category of bookkeeping and payroll services. This is something that I am challenged with sometimes in my businesses and certainly clients that I work with are challenged with this. And you touched on this, that those back office things are what I call the, the noise of the business. It's, it's unless that's your business, unless you're a CPA, for example, then that's not where new revenue comes from. That's not our customer. So we can get sidetracked, though, by trying to do those things. And for a lot of small business owners, that's at midnight or on the weekends. Talk to me about what you see as the benefits when you see clients that come to you to offload that and take advantage of your virtual services in that area. Let's let's chat a little bit more about the benefits you see them deriving from that. So one of the things that we see a lot is that small business owners often don't have that bookkeeping or payroll background. Most of the time, you're right, that's not why they started their business. In fact, a lot of times it's not even on your mind when you start a business. You have a great idea, you have a passion for something, and you decide to open your own business, not considering all of the requirements of an accounting system or a payroll system once you grow to the point of bring, bringing people on. And both of those areas can be very intimidating. You start talking about accounting and then you lead into audits and you're dealing with the IRS and you're filing taxes. And then you've got a pile of receipts that are sitting on your desk and they start to pile up and then it's hard to dig out. 
all of a sudden the end of the year rolls around and your CPA is asking questions that you either don't know the answer to or you've got to go back and dig through your paperwork to find it. And it just really can become this mounting pressure that's very hard to deal with. And so one of the things that, that we have, particularly on staff here, is I have our controller who has done the financial side for large and small companies. And then several of our staff members also have bookkeeping experience. And so we can help navigate those waters, help you set up the plan for what your accounting system should look like, get you into an accounting program. And we sit and we enter the credit card receipts and the invoices and we pay the bills and to whatever level our clients are comfortable with. And it all funnels through them. So you have final approval as a business owner and that's all part of our, our relationship. But the day-to-day pressure of what am I going to do with all these receipts and what does, you know, where does this go? How do I categorize this expense? All of that's taken off and we do the actual groundwork and then work together to make sure that it fits your business. And it can just relieve a tremendous amount of stress and, and worry. Like you said, you're not sitting there at midnight trying to figure out, does this fall under marketing or does this fall under office expenses? And does it matter? And the answer is yes, it does. And we can help with that. Yeah, stress, worry, and time that you could be spending building your business, growing your business. Absolutely. And, and that's, I think that's where a lot of us get challenged as small business owners is we look at this as the expense of it instead of looking at it as the investment in my business. And that's a tough one. And I know you help a lot of people think through that and, and start to see the benefits of it. But I, I suspect you probably have, or perhaps you have come to mind a couple of examples without naming names of people who have realized that benefit that then when they finally have offloaded that, they realize, oh my goodness, everything that it's opened up for me to build my business. Can you share an example or two of that? Sure, I'd love to. One of our clients is in leadership development and we've worked with him for a couple of years now. And we have taken on more and more um, responsibility for him as that relationship has grown. And one of the things that we have done is taken over his bookkeeping. And so he just brings in every couple of weeks, a stack of receipts and invoices and copies of checks he's deposited and lays them on my desk and walks away knowing that I'm going to take care of getting them into our accounting system and make sure the bills are paid and the client invoices have been marked received and follow up with the ones that haven't been paid. And now he can go out and spend his time preparing for his clients or making sales calls or doing the things that are revenue generating activities instead of sitting there spinning his wheels trying to deal with these accounting issues. You know, another example is that we're working with a local coffee shop that's preparing to open And they've got a great handle on how they're going to run their business and they have the accounting side well handled, but what they didn't have was the HR side. And so we're working with them prior to their opening and making sure that they've got policies and procedures in place and all of the forms that they need to make sure that they're handling human resources correctly, even to the extent of helping them recruit and pre-screen and interview potential employees. And so that has been a great benefit to them, knowing that they've got our support to make sure they've got the right people in place when they get ready to open the doors. Yeah. And that's why Pride Group Co. is so much more than just executive suites. And that's what, you know, initially, if I would have driven by your building, I would have thought, oh, yeah, I understand what that is, but I didn't. And so there's so much more that you offer in this whole area of virtual assistance for small business owners. Um, I want to dive a little deeper. We've touched on it, but this whole concept that you speak so well to about bringing order to the chaos. What do you see that typically is 
the areas that you're bringing order to. We've touched on some of it, the bookkeeping and so forth. What else? When people come to you, where is that chaos and how are you helping them get their arms around it? So, you know, many times our clients are just looking for someone to handle the details, the noise that you referred to. When you think about it, taking 15 minutes a day to post on social media or 15 minutes to follow up with a client or 15 minutes to fill out a form doesn't sound like a lot but it starts to add up over the course of the day. And then a potential client calls, your website goes down, you're trying to finish a sales presentation and it just gets overwhelming. So what we can bring is being the liaison between the client or the depository for the information, or we might be the one who's working with the web developer or the hosting company to get things back online. And sometimes it's just as much as an ear to listen. They have a question or they just feel like they need to kind of download everything that's happening and have someone who can help them kind of get their priorities back in order, take care of some of the little things, the administrative things, and then let them get back to what their top goals are and get back out there with their clients and sales and really focusing on those things that help grow their business. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that. I want to talk a little bit more about virtual assistants in general. There, there are obviously now opportunities to go online and seek those services. We've done some of that in some of our businesses. The big issue I have with it, or one of the issues I have with it, and it, and it can solve a lot of problems, but there isn't that a personal connection. There isn't that level of trust. And so that's, I think, one of the things that's so different when I come to you for virtual assistant, it's not this person who might likely be in another country. It's someone I can actually meet, gets to know me, gets to understand the nuances of what I'm looking for. That's got to be a big differentiator in offering those types of virtual assistants, I have to believe. That is definitely a key. We are all about relationships. It's how we've built this business. It's how our previous business was built. And we just really believe in the importance of that. You can absolutely go completely virtual. Like you said, you can go online and find a virtual assistant very easily and sometimes very inexpensively. But what you're missing out is the relationship. So we kind of consider ourselves more semi-virtual. We like to meet our clients. We like to meet with them on a regular basis. So most of my clients I see at least every other week and we sit down and we catch up and we talk about priorities, what's going on with the business, how can I help them? And we're on the phone or texting or emailing or instant messaging or Facebook messenger. There's so many communication options available that we can stay in touch um, every day, multiple times a day. And by having those meetings, it really just lets us get to know each other. You learn my personality, I learn your personality. We learn our communication preferences. I learn about your business. In the um, example of the lawn care, like I said, I don't need to know all the details in the beginning, but as we work together, I'm gonna learn about your business, what your goals are, what is it that you want to provide to your clients, and all of that information is going to help me support you better. And that's really my goal. My goal is to make your life easier. My goal is to help your business grow in the way that you want it to. So by taking that time to build that relationship and work together, it ends up being a much more successful long-term benefit for everybody. And we've, we've done it completely virtually and it can work, but we really like it when we get to know our clients. And we have great clients and, and that's the fun of it. You know, we really get to know each other and we become more um, of an extended family than just someone on the other end of a computer or the other end of a phone. Yeah, absolutely. So because of those relationships, the quality of the work, the value of the work increases. But then I got to think you also begin to anticipate what that client might need next and you become more as they need to or they want it a mentor in that regard. And then it's not just this 
finite relationship, but you're you're starting to understand their business and can anticipate what's coming next sometimes, I got to think. Absolutely. And that is one of the things that I really enjoy the most about my job. When a client comes to me and says, I need, and I hand it to them because I already knew they were going to need it. And right. they they're, they're surprised and they're pleased and it makes their life so much easier and they can go about their day because I've already got it handled. And so building that relationship definitely allows us to get to that point. It's going to take some time. I tell my new clients, give us three to six months and we'll be gelling. You know, it takes that long to kind of get to know each other. We're going to do great in the beginning, but we're really, the magic is going to happen about six months into this when we get to know each other and we can get to that point where I can anticipate your needs and that that's when we are really rolling. Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's when the value really starts to accelerate and now you're really delivering additional value beyond the value that they got initially. Absolutely. So, so Toby, you've been around a lot of small businesses. You deal with them on a daily basis. I'd like to get from you kind of a top common mistake that you see often small business owners, especially as they're getting started, top common mistake that you see often trying to do it all themselves and letting things go because they don't understand it or don't have the time. Primarily, we see it a lot with the bookkeeping. You know, we touched on that. If someone comes in and they don't know how to set up a, a bookkeeping system or they don't understand why it's important to hold on to those receipts and things like that. And six, nine months down the road later, they're trying to put it all back together and then they're frustrated. And it's just, we see it over and over again. And it's intimidation or not understanding what they were trying to do. And not wanting to ask for help. And it's okay to ask for that help. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask is what what really, what drives that do you think? So not knowing or not wanting to ask for help, uh, is it also that they think they can't afford it? Is that part of it as well, I got to think? It is. It is part of it. You know, those services, if you were to go out and, and work with a CPA, obviously they, we all know CPAs have a fairly high rate. They have a great deal of knowledge that drives that rate, but you don't always need to start with a CPA. If you're trying to set up your initial bookkeeping system, a virtual assistant who specializes in that can help you get to that point. You're going to want a CPA for your small business. So that's a business expense you need to consider, but you don't always have to start at that level to get things going. You know, utilizing the opportunities that are available, like score through the chamber, or, you know, we offer a free one hour initial consultation, just come in and talk to us and we'll tell you exactly where we think you are, where we can help and answer your questions and listen to your concerns. And you can get a great deal of knowledge just through an opportunity like that and find out, is there a way to solve these pain points without breaking the bank? If you're a small business, especially starting out, budget's important. And we, we realize that. And so we try to work with and be flexible with our clients. You know, we may start with a couple hours a month, just giving you the very basics of what you need to help your business grow. So it doesn't always have to be a high cost investment to be able to get the support you need. Yeah. When you're a small business owner and an entrepreneur, often you feel like you're out on an island and you don't have anybody that you can reach out to. I think that that also influences that resistance to reach out for help. But in your environment, you understand their issues. You understand how to help them solve those problems. And sometimes it's just about that. It's just someone who understands and can help and can be a sounding board, if nothing else, sometimes. And sometimes that's the value of it. That's right. And, you know, one of the things that we always tell our clients is the business that I mentioned before that that our owners had previously, they grew that from the ground up, started in their home 14 years ago and grew that to 250 employees across 27 states. So if there was a mistake to be made, 
they made it. Okay, so we understand what it takes to grow a business and to start a small business. And so we tell our clients, learn from what we've been through and learn from the mistakes we made. Ask us questions. Let us help you guide through that and those waters. And, you know, we can we can kind of help you get past that. So take advantage of our experience in those areas. Excellent. All right. On the flip side of it, you have worked, obviously, and work with very many successful businesses. What do you have observed are some of the reasons why? What are the, what are the things that they do that make them successful? So it's actually just the opposite answer. They ask for help outsourcing some tasks that they're just not experts in. You know, you're an expert in your field. Go and do those things and look for the help. You know, a lot of small business owners have family members who have run a small business or who may be an expert in another field. Utilize them. If it's a VA that can help you, great. But look for opportunities to outsource those things that they're not strong at. And we've seen that time and time again, and it works really well. Yeah. So asking for help, outsourcing the stuff that's noise, as we talked about, focusing on what they're good at and bringing in either a team member, a partner or a virtual partner like yourself to complement those areas that they're not good at and focus on building the business instead of all that other stuff. Absolutely. And another key that successful small business owners have in common is setting and identifying their vision and mission for their business up front. You have to know what it is that you're in business for. What's your purpose? And if you have that vision and mission nailed from the beginning, and it takes a little bit of work to get there, but if you have it, then you know what you're working towards. So you can make your decisions based off of your vision and your mission. Does this fit with what our goal as a business is? If it does go after it, if it doesn't, then it's not the right opportunity or it may be time to be flexible. Most of the time, if it doesn't fit your vision and your mission, then you need to evaluate whether it's really a good decision. And having those established up front is a huge key to success. Fantastic. So you've talked about relationships, and I know that that's a key component of what you all do and why you do it well. Why else do clients refer people to you and to Pride Group Co.? So once they've heard our story, once our clients know our story, and they all do, we tell our clients from the beginning how we came into existence, um, how we've worked as a team, and, and how we got to where we are that gives them the confidence that we do have that experience to help support them. So we build the relationship with them. They know that we've been in business a long time and together as a team and that we work well together. And the fact that you get all of us is a huge part of why they work with us and why they send other people to us. You know, you're not just working with one person at Pride Group Co. I may be your primary support person, but when something comes up that's related to a specific accounting question or you're ready to redo your business plan or you decide to bring on employees, our entire team is there to support you. And that makes us a little bit unique. And that's one of the reasons our clients often refer us. Yeah, absolutely. makes you unique. I think the other thing that I've experienced is it's obvious when I deal with you and others in the organization that you're looking to build long-term relationships. This isn't about, can I sell you something right now? Or can I squeeze you into an office space now? It's about building those long-term relationships because you know that that's where the value is really going to be. And that's how you're going to build relationships long-term. I think it also comes from the fact that you have that experience in building a business and you know that it doesn't happen overnight, I think. That's 
absolutely right. We do have our clients' best interest at heart. You know, that sounds a bit cliche, but really we want to see small businesses succeed. We've done it. We've been there. We know how exciting it is. And that's what we want for all of our clients. And so I'm not going to try and put you in an office that you're not ready for. And I'm not going to try and sell you a package of services that you don't really need. It's not a win for either one of us. You're going to feel like I'm trying to take advantage of you. I'm going to feel guilty because I am trying to take advantage of you. And neither one of our businesses is going to grow. So we really focus on making the right decision, doing the right thing, because it is the right thing to do. And that means helping your business in the way that it needs to be helped, not in the specific way that we've designed. Yeah. And then what you end up with is advocates on behalf of you, your clients that are out there in the community talking about everything that they're getting out of it and the wonderful experience that they're having. And that nothing is better than that, right? Than your clients selling it for you. That's absolutely right. So let me take a personal turn, a couple more questions, and then we'll start to wrap it up. Uh, on a personal level or even in your business environment, a personal productivity tool that you use that you would share? Um, one thing that I really love is an online project management system. I really feel strongly that everyone needs a good task management system, whether it's a notebook or online or a list in your computer, whatever that is, it's key to making sure you stay on track. I love a system online called Rike. It's W-R-I-K-E.com. They have a free and a paid version. And what I like about it is that it allows me to keep all of my projects in one place. I can go in and add my to-dos. I can add deadlines. I can even assign those tasks to other people. And then I can mark, I get um, joy of marking them off when they're completed. And so I may carry a notebook into a meeting with a client and then as soon as I get back to my computer, those tasks are going into my Rike system. I can access it from my phone, from any computer. If anything ever comes up, the historical data is there. It's just a great tool, in my opinion, for staying on track. Wonderful. What about a book on any subject, business or other, that you've read recently that you would recommend to our listeners? So Michael Hyatt is online, and he's got a, he's got a great book, and he's got a great um, content building and list building system. And while he focuses a lot on growing your audience and creating content, he also has fantastic information on creating and refining your brand, your image, and your message for your business. I love his online program. It's called Platform University. He's got a book that goes along with it, but I'm really an online kind of person. So that's what I go to is the Platform University. And it is a paid subscription program, but he's got so much great information for free available on his site. And his name is Michael Hyatt, H-Y-A-T-T. Um, and I would just advise you to check that out. If you're looking to make sure that your brand is recognizable, your business has the image that you want to project to your customers and that you're making a clear message about what your business does, he's got some great resources on there. Excellent. Yeah, I'm familiar with his work and, and, and all of this all these links to his uh, content online, as well mm -hmm. as the tools that we talked about, we'll have that all in our show notes on thehowofbusiness.com. So you'll be able to, for our listeners, we'll be able to find all those links there to all of these great resources. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that. So just curious, do you tend to consume most of your 
uh, content, reading, learning? Do you go mostly online for that these days? I do. I, I do a lot of sites like Michael Hyatt's and he's got several people that he recommends. Amy Porterfield does some great work on Facebook messaging and Facebook ads. And I really love their the online sites. That's how I get most of my information and audible books. I'm in the car a lot. I think all of us here in the Metroplex are between work and picking up kids and you know running to meetings. And so audible books are a great way to get that information and you can get it on the go. And I, that's how I consume most things. If I sit down to read a book by the end of the day when I'm, I've either got kids in my lap or honestly, I'm ready to just veg out. So I am almost all online or audible these days. Yeah, completely makes sense. Thank you. All right, we're going to start to wrap it up here. Toby, I appreciate greatly you've shared some tremendous value. To me, some of the key takeaways for our listeners is, again, I think we probably most of us, I know I do, had a preconceived notion about what I can get out of a standard office suite type environment and that there are there's more than that especially your organization pride group co and what you offer beyond that in the virtual services is really where it's at and that i can get that again by building a a good local relationship instead of doing it over the internet where i have no relationship with that person the key things included obviously as a small business owner offloading those things, leveraging those other people who are better at that, expert at that, taking care of that back office noise, and then asking for help was a key thing you mentioned a couple of different times. And those are all things that that you all offer there. So thanks for sharing all that. We also had some technical difficulties getting this call recorded. So I greatly appreciate your patience in, uh, in helping us with that. So last question for you, where can someone find out more about you and Pride Group Co? So we, um, online on our website at pridegroupco.com and it's just like it sounds, Pride Group Co. And we're also on Facebook. Um, you can find us under Pride Group Co. And I'd love to connect individually on LinkedIn. Um, you can look me up, Toby Beck, send me a request and you know you can send questions through Facebook if you have any questions or comments. I'd love to have a discussion um, about you know, your business or virtual services, or if you've got a question about a virtual service or things like that, I'd love to, to talk with you. Excellent. And all that again will be in the show notes. So thank you again, Toby. Thank you. It's been a pleasure having in here, Henry. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for spotlighting virtual services. It's really exciting and small businesses can just benefit from that in so many ways, whether it's with us or another virtual services provider. We just love seeing small businesses grow and finding new ways to help solve their problems. Fantastic. So folks, thanks again. Again, you can find all of the the show notes and links to everything we've talked about on our website, thehowofbusiness.com. Thanks for joining us on this episode. If you're listening on iTunes, we would appreciate it if you would subscribe and rate and review the show. And we look forward to having you on the next episode of The How of Business. Thank you for listening to The How of Business with David Begin and Henry Lopez. We hope you found practical ideas to help you start, manage, and grow your business. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave a comment on iTunes and go by LevanteBusinessGroup.com and learn more about Levante's resources to help you with your small business. Until next time, thanks for listening and go live your dream.